Welcome back to Dance Fever, a dance competition show fan podcast that covers So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, America's Best Dance Crew, Strictly Come Dancing, and perhaps others as they come up. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. Today we have two shows to cover and two shows to give you some 411 on. We'll start out with So You Think You Could Dance, the final four episode of this season, season 12, which turns out to be episode 16. Kind of odd because they didn't announce the winners. That will be this coming week where I assume they will also hold us hostage and have other dances that have absolutely no meaning towards the winner of the show except for our dance edification, I will assume. Probably. Because at least an hour, mm-hmm. all they have to do is get on and announce who won. Why would that take a whole hour? So I'm it, sure they will hold us hostage. that's okay, because they'll show us some dance. For one or maybe two hours if they try to stretch it out. I, I, like I haven't see seen dance. yet. That's fine with me. So everybody has to dance with everybody. Everybody has to dance with an all-star. Everybody has to dance it's by themselves. A solo, yeah. It's so everybody's dancing. Their little butts off. And and who are the four left now? Who who are who are left standing? Yaya, Haley, Virgil, and Gabby. After five, eleven. After ten or eleven weeks of competition, that's who we have left. After starting out with millions. Yes. Conceivable. And of these four, I honestly will not cry whoever wins. I would, I guess, prefer Yaya. I think it's unfortunate that only one can win. Yeah. Uh, the way they've set everything up, uh, it, I, yeah, it, I'm not the biggest fan of the way things have gone down as far as the street versus stage. I don't necessarily have a problem with the concept. I think the execution could have been different and in being different may have been better. Yeah. But I don't know for sure until I, I see what that difference is. I kind of but, agree with Twitch's blog where he said that he thought there should be more variety of street dance. Street so, dance? Stage. Street, no, street dance that the stage oh. dancers should have had to attempt. Right. There were multitudes of stage dances that the street dancers had to learn, and the stage dancers only had to learn basically a hip-hop. Ba- basical, basical? Basical hip-hop. Hip-hop, hip-hop. That's yeah. what we'll call it, basical hip-hop. Hip-hop. No, that was a couple seasons ago that somebody did hip-hop, wasn't it? Yeah. I think. But And I can see what, what he means, because if you don't know stage, all the different types of stage that you would have had to learn whereas if you don't know street uh, we'll just do some hip hop but no animation no crumping crumping no, no princess whatever that one was whacking. whacking no the detroit that's whacking in the, the the detroit dance but all of these other varieties of non stage no hip hop is all they have to to yeah. do they they just got to learn to bust a move and that's it whereas you know you got to learn ballet and contemporary and jazz and uh ballroom and bollywood and you know so and and that's kind of what i'm saying in in this pitting one against the other they seem to kind of favor the one although um nigel has said much more of the Stay of the street people that have successfully done the stage that that is what current money people are looking for in dancers the mm-hmm. people that pay those are the kind of dancers they want they he want, hasn't said the same thing about stage people because doing the other. really the, I think the people who are paying money for people to dance are 
musicians wanting backup dancers. Yeah, they're looking for and a they, more flashy most, kind most of. Most of the musicians looking for backup street. dancers are looking for street dancers. Yeah. Who can occasionally throw in a little stage movement. Yeah. I think they're they're more wanting street but, than But yet anything. the show certainly in a lot of ways seems to be favoring the stage peoples. Yeah. yeah. First duo out is Yaya and Haley doing a hip-hop routine by choreographers Nick Bass and Misha Gabrielle. They did their dance too. Put It in the Bag by Kalina featuring B-Sim. Don't ask me who B-Sim is. I, I don't know Kalina. They looked rather ninja-esque in their yes. black leather and they hit it really hard being bank robbers, stealing stuff and they had a lot of swagger. I thought that Haley did an exceptional job in keeping up. Now remember, this hip hop is not necessarily Yaya Street. Yeah, no, it's form. not what so she does per se either. I thought that they they were rather equal esque. Now Yaya, of course, she can't help but throw in some animation when she dances. Animation or crump. And 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 it was in That's... there. But I thought that they did a very good job. I liked it. I thought it was very good. I don't know what Nigel was thinking when he said they weren't authentic authentic robbers. I guess because they didn't come down on this uh, on his dais and steal anything. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not sure necessarily all the time what um, what he's thinking. what Nigel is thinking. Yeah. The next duo were Virgil and Gabby doing a lyrical hip hop by Philip Shalib. So that tells you right there, Shabib. huh? Shabib. Shabib. Oh, I'm sorry. Tells you right there that it had a lot of intricate movements, which is what I strictly wrote down was that it was intricate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, strictly. Strictly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Intricate and um, a good job. And I also wrote down that Virgil is exceptionally strong. They danced to Elliot Moss's slip. There were a lot of lifts. There were a lot of control that that Virgil had to have, and he is just for five foot three on his license. That was the joke. That, yeah, that's what uh, Twitch isn't that what Twitch said. Mm-hmm. He's five foot he three on his license. He is phenomenally strong and an entertainer. I just love it. I oh, like he it. is. He is very much an entertainer. Yeah, I mean, very I much. Then we had Yaya and Gabby. Gabby back to back doing a jazz piece by. Nick Flores and R.J. Durrell. Dancing to Joy Williams' Woman. Oh, Mama. That, yeah, that, that's like the subtitle. Mm-hmm. And I like their outfits on this. They were supposed to be showing wom- woman strength. They were supposed to be... Uh, okay. You know. Um, and it was very woman strong. I mean, Yay. They're both very strong women. Yaya especially is fierce. And I don't think her lack of technique came across all that much. And once again, when you have two females dancing, and they're supposed to be in a relationship, whether they be sisters or friends, trying to help each other out, you usually, I mean, we're not all equal. So her strength... There's going to be differences. Right. Her strength came out, and Gabby's technique came out and i thought it was just a good dance i i enjoyed it thoroughly because i like both of those women i think they're very strong women and then virgil and yaya danced a contemporary piece by stacy tukey to wood kids i love you and i want everyone to realize virgil and yaya are both street N- neither are contemporary dancers given in the final four dancing a stage dance to dance not a street dance 
which kind of made me go, hmm, but that's okay. But Stacey Tukey did a very good job with the whole dance. I thought it was beautiful. Um, Virgil and Yaya did a beautiful job together. Yeah, yeah, for this to be a contemporary dance, it was, yeah. Yeah. And then we had Virgil and Haley doing a musical by Joshua Bergasi. Dancing, Broadway, I'm sorry. Dancing to Bette Midler's Billy Dick. And there can't be anything bad if you're dancing to Bette Midler. I'm sorry. The concept was that he was her upstairs neighbor drumming on his drums and she'd had enough. Right. And she went upstairs to tell him to quit and then they spent the whole dance trying to get the drumsticks away from him. So it was cute. I didn't think it was Haley's best dance, but I also didn't think it was her worst dance. And Virgil is just Mr. Entertainment no matter what he's doing. I love him. And then the last were Haley and Gabby doing a contemporary piece by Travis. To Elizabeth and the Catapults, do not hang your head. And I didn't get his theme out of the whole thing, but I thought the girls did a beautiful job. I'm not quite sure. Everybody was going on and on and on about how beautiful it was and Travis, what a wonderful job. And it was his regular contemporary (laughs) stuff. Yeah, it's... And I just, I wasn't as overcome by everybody else was overcome. And Nigel made a comment, I love Cat, I love Cat. Nigel made a comment that guys don't do that. They don't give themselves away to a dance when it's two guys and get all emotional. Emotionally, And Cat's like, yes, they do. Kent and Neil did. Uh, Yes, they do. And yes, they do. But honestly, as uh, someone in the audience watching, it just doesn't have the same feel. Mm-hmm. And maybe that part of that is my perception rather than anything they are or are not doing. Right. So as far as that goes for Nigel, I, I would agree with, I think, maybe his sentiment. Mm-hmm. Now, the to, to say that that does or doesn't occur, I don't know that that's necessarily fair because in order to have that emotional movement it's as much the audience's responsibility of how they perceive it as it is the artist's responsibility for what they portray right it's it's both it's i think it's an equal thing to get to that point of you know oh it's so emotional and look how much they're giving and everything like that so cat is right i think to an extent but nigel i think was right I, i see what he's saying um I have seen two men dance, and I was, I, I think, appropriately moved. You know, to the extent that they wanted, so it it, it works. Yeah. Uh, but th- there is something about watching two women dance an emotional dance that my emotional my emotional involvement is just at a at a different level. It's different than watching two men and and i honestly would say that that's probably more my perception than yeah what they're giving but that that's me other men i don't know maybe they don't agree maybe two men can't bring forth that kind of emotion or say you know i don't know but that's me then we had our solo start and gabby did her solo she had a very good tap routine once again great spins a lot of variety in her tap i loved it i love gabby she danced to Sergio Mendez's um, Magdalena. And then Virgil and all-star Joshua, who was his winner of his, his year. year, did a Farside and Phoenix hip-hop 
piece to Trick Daddy's Let's Go featuring Twista and Lil John. And this was just a hard hitting. Oh, this was just street throw down, uh, yeah. crumping. It was hard. Moving. Mean feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It was adrenaline pumping. It was just, it was just excellent. Dirty, dirty hip hop. This was going way back, you know, not anything trying to be commercial about it or anything. This was like a, a very, uh, you, you got a very almost like rootsy feel of yeah. why people it was started almost dancing like, hip hop. Really? They choreographed that? Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it was hard to believe that it had been choreographed. That it was choreographed, and, and not, I think not that, just freestyle. And I think it could have been a lot that they took the idea, of the choreography, and threw themselves did what they into did, yeah. a street battle with the whole thing. But it was great. Yeah, it was. It, great it, was an, it was an awesome dance. Virgil did his solo right after that, and the adrenaline, adrenaline kept pumping oh, from him because yeah. it was great. I love. He I danced love Virgil. to RJD 2s "A Beautiful Mind." And it says that what he danced was a hip hop animation. So I guess that's mm-hmm. his, uh, that's his pocket. That's that's where he dances. Then Haley and All Star Marco, which one's one of our favorites, wow. came out doing a jazz piece by Ray Leeper, dancing to Janet Jackson's All Night. And I thought it was good. I thought it was a cheerleader esque, really, and a lot jazz. It's really hard with jazz for me to not be like Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Uh, yeah, not cheerleaders ba- in high school cheerleader. NBA halftime yeah. cheerleaders kind of, kind of feel to it. But yeah, it was good. I thought that it was a better dance for Haley than the than the dance she had done with Virgil. I did. I, I don't know. I well, I, and better. that Virgil has already done that professionally. Mm-hmm. The Broadway thing. So you would hope that he would Marco. have that feel. No, no, I mean, you're talking about the, the previous Haley dance. Yeah. It, it was the Broadway piece, right? That mm-hmm. you're with Virgil? Mm-hmm. So Virgil would have probably outdanced her because he's done that. Whereas Haley hasn't, she doesn't have necessarily that Broadway feel to know what that's supposed to feel like when she's doing it. How would Virgil have a Broadway feel? Because he's danced on Broadway. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe not for very long, but yeah. he had a Broadway show. Yeah, so, he did. And, and to me, so that in your mind, you would know how that should look, mm-hmm. how it should feel. And I think that would be easier to get into. And in you've seeing done it a show on Broadway, I agree with how they tell you you have to dance bigger. It's It's got a very it, – it's you a definite have to be feel able to project. when you see it. You have to yeah. be able to project yourself even if you're not speaking. Yeah. You just it, There's just a it, way. Yeah. There's a, there's a flamboyance to your movements in order to project out to the audience. And that's why like so many of the other styles, when you see it, they don't even have to tell you. You can say, oh, I bet this is a, a Broadway thing mm-hmm. they're trying to do here because it, it just has a feel to it. Then Haley did her solo and she's a smart girl. Uh, she did her solo too. Paula Abdul's cold hearted. <laughs> and I'm Pander. I'm not that big a Pander. fan of Haley's <laughs> solos because they're your typical contemporary solo, but that was a good job but, for her to do that. I, I mean, yeah, and, and surprisingly enough, nobody has really danced or have they early in the season to any of Jason's songs. Not that I've heard. Was there no du- duets to I any don't of his? I think so. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Somebody should have picked one of his too since mm-hmm. he's on the on the judges. And then Yaya came out with Cyrus as her all-star doing what they were calling a, a Christopher Scott piece that they were calling a sequel, sequel to. to the Cyrus and Twitch piece where they broke out and were robots in the piece. But I really, 
I wish they hadn't done that. I wish they hadn't said that's what it was. Well, Virgil and Joshua's piece was a part two also to the dance that uh, uh, Comfort Fidoki and... Um, no, it, was, it, was a re, it was a response A response piece. to, yeah. But still, because they said it, they put you in mind of that yeah, when you watch this. Yeah, which was nothing this. like that. Yeah, just like this. They said something, so they put you in mind of something else while you're watching this. And for some reason, Christopher Scott, would you want to say what they did it to? Uh, yes, they danced to Yellow Claws Keolo. Why in the world... Just because I guess it was a sequel to that piece and there was breaking glass, he had them break some they, test tubes. Yeah, but it's and beakers, and it was stupid. It, it wasn't. It took away from. The it dance wasn't in the same me. vein it as was, the previous, no, so it didn't. I didn't think it needed to be because yeah, well, it, it, it started just, out with Cyrus came, coming out and breaking her out of her enclosement that she was in. Right. But he didn't break the glass to get her out. Like he they managed, did in the first. He managed to it's, electrocute the lock and get her out. Yeah, it, it just. And she turned on him. And instead of being thankful that he got her out, she was like, oh, I have to dominate you and take you out because then you'll put me back yeah, in. Yeah, they, they battled. So, so they battled, and in the battle, they were breaking, went over to the side of the stage and broke some beakers, uh, which I thought was stupid. But anyway, at the end, she put Cyrus in her she cage trapped and trapped him back in there, and she was out. And I thought it would have been wonderful without the intro of saying it was a sequel yeah. and without the breaking that, of the beakers. Yes. I thought that was unnecessary. Yeah. Other than that, the dance was was great. It was great to watch two animators go at it like that. Yeah. Because Twitch is not an animator. When he and Cyrus did that together, Twitch did the animation rather well because Twitch is a well-rounded dancer right and he's a street dancer by trade who has managed to take everything else by storm to me i think he can do just about anything because oh, i've is. seen some contemporary pieces that he dances with his wife allison and they're just beautiful he, he has got to so, be one of the commercial yes. uh, examples of of but at the time that. he did that with cyrus he wasn't an animator no that was cyrus's big thing and that's why they did it and to see two animators because cyrus and yaya both yeah are animators in what what not in history in in real i mean that's what they do that is their style and to see them together was wonderful and it just wasn't it was not taken like it should have been i don't nigel made me mad because of where they put your mind yes when when they did the uh uh, the package, yes, and it's like uh, once maybe it doesn't happen very often, but for once, I think the package took away from the product yeah. that was on the stage. It it puts you somewhere mentally, and that did not help you with the product that they put on stage. Right, and then Yaya did her solo, which was great. To twenty kills street side, it was great. It was a Yaya solo, and it was great. And then our last. Contestant out with an all-star is Gabby and Duo. Zach, all-star Zach, doing a Anthony Margarato, Margarato Mar- piece, Mar- piece by. Um, okay, clubs, let's see, Club de Belugas, Dibbity Dop, featuring Brenda Boykin. And it was one of the more intricate tap pieces that oh, I've man. seen. There was the one that was up the stairs that time. Where they had him going up like was a stair step ladder. Also? That was Zach also. Yeah. Um, this one was on boxes. 
and they danced on the floor level and up on the boxes, jumping from box to box. Yeah, doing there were like taps. five or six boxes, so they and danced across them. It was just, it them. was great. It they, was. There were spaces. They danced down on the on the stage. Yeah, they, he threw her up onto the boxes, and she tapped, and she came back down, and he went up on. It was just great. It was a, it was an excellent tap. I love tap, and you go, Paula, talking about paradiddles. That's great. No doubt. I'm telling you. Paula dropping some lingo there. And when I voted, I'm sorry, Haley, everybody else got equal votes but you because of the other three, Gabby, Virgil, and Yaya. I will be happy to see any of the, any of the three win. I will be least happy if Haley wins, but that's only on like if I was going one to 100. 95 if Haley wins. A hundred if any of the other three win. That's because I think the other three have done better outside their area than yes. what Haley has. That, yes. That's all. And and that's, you know, that certainly is not to say Haley is not. No. It's Haley's just very that, commercial. It's just that I think, and, and I also think, and actually to even uh, compress it down even more, for me, Virgil and Yaya, I think, have done more out of their area than Gabby and Haley have. Yes. So I would prefer that one of the two street dancers win overall to the either of the the stage dancers but like you i really wouldn't complain too much if any of these four win none of these four are a surprise no if they won none of these four would be a surprise either so uh you know i have the one or two that i would like to win but if not i'm not gonna you know cry robbed or any of this other stuff that you you hear a lot of times so it's it's cool these uh Somewhere along the way during the course of the season, maybe I think that others should have dropped out in other orders. Mm-hmm. But having watched everybody for the whole season, I certainly cannot disagree with these four being the final four left standing. That's I, I think that's a good choice by uh, the voting public so far. Can't really can't really fault them with getting to this point. Right. We didn't talk last time about America's Best Kids Crew. We forgot. It's just like we wrapped up the show and we were done and we were like, oh, crap. Hey, we we never talked about about America's Best Dance Crew. So we will this time. And let me just say, it's been so long ago that I don't remember the individual dances very well. It's only been two and a half or three weeks. That's all it takes for this feeble mind of mine to to forget. This was the, what, the night of the VMAs? Or the night before? The night before. It was I the think. night before the I VMAs to, to put when this show aired. So, I sorry. Think. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really not sure. I'm not even sure. The, the last notes I have were about the Kinjas and the floating screens. That was the one before. And the, the Super Crew. This is the, where the votes happened. Yeah. People voted on this the next night that they danced. None of the dances I thought were up to the previous night's they, no, dances. No, none because of them Because they were knew as, they didn't matter. As good as other dances they, they had They knew done. they didn't matter, I think. I think that's why. So, let me... Th- what I have written down for the night it mattered was Quest Crew did a post-apocalyptic dance. The Kinjas did the floating screens dance. And Super Crew did the dance to the violin player. Where he was playing, they were dancing, and he was playing sounds to go with it. Um, now, was that the okay. the last night of voting? Um, who Super Crew? Uh, I don't I don't recognize those as the fifth episode. 
So, anyways, do you want to finish talking about this or just move on since we're well? I'm just so going to say that Quest Crew won. You thought Kenja should have won because yes. they were the most unique yes. and different throughout the whole competition. I had a soft place in my heart for Quest Crew because there are like three or four people on it from So Think You Can Dance fame, and I just, I just, they were my nostalgic group. Of, of the ones I liked and they're the ones that won I'm sorry we're so down on that but there you go Quest Crew won and it was good so now we're going to talk about Dancing with the Stars since I can you know talk intelligently about that because I have it right in front of me and it hasn't been three weeks since it happened so we have on Dancing with the Stars Alex Scarlatus, which didn't we talk about this? That he was the, he was yeah we did. We talked about the people on that were going to be on Dancing with oh, the Stars. Oh, we did talk about the pairings for this, yes, didn't we? we? Did. Okay. Well, we, what we know right now is Alex and Lindsay are dancing to Ten Feet Tall by Afrojack. Alexia Penavega and Mark Ballas are dancing to Whistle While You Work. Okay, hang on. Who was the first one you said? Alex Scarlatus and Lindsay Arnold. They're doing a foxtrot. To Ten Feet Tall. Okay. Alexa Penavega and Mark Ballas are doing Whistle While You Work. No word what the dance is. Andy Grammer and Allison Holker are doing Marvin Gaye by Charles Puthfit and Megan Trainer. They're doing a foxtrot. That's a new song that's out. I like it. Bindi Irwin and Derek Huff are doing Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Doing a jive. Cool. Carlos Penavega and Whitney Carson, I Got You, I Feel Good by James Brown. No word. Shaka Khan and Keo Mustepi, I Feel For You by Shaka Khan. Uh, no word. Gary Boosie and Anna Trubitskaya, Dancing in the Street by David Bowie and Mick Jagger. Cha-cha-cha. Hayes Greer and Emma Slater doing Cheerleader by Ami. No word. Kim Zalek Bierman and Tony Davilani doing Hey Mama by David Goodier and Nicki Minaj. No word. Nick Carter and Sharna Burgess, I Don't Like It, I Love It by Flo Rida. Cha-cha-cha. Paula Dean and Louis Van Amstel, Hang Good Looking by Carol Wellsman. Mm, a quick step. Tamar Braxton and Valentin Chermkowski, Do Your Thing by Basement Jacks. No word. Victor Espinoza and Karina Smirnoff, GDFR by Flo Rada. No word. Now, everybody is doing a cha-cha-cha, foxtrot, jive, salsa, or quick step. So, somebody that there's no word for is doing a salsa because no one that's announced yet is doing a salsa. Uh, we have a quick step, a jive, a couple foxtrots, a couple cha-cha-chas. So, yes, somebody, Val, Karina, Emma, Keo, Mark, Whitney, or Tony, is doing a salsa. Yes. Or multiple groups. So, it's a two-night premiere featuring all new, not the all the celebrities that we just mentioned. Monday night is a two-hour. They'll have their biggest number in Dancing with the Stars history. It is a mob flash dance. M- is that this coming Monday night? Yes. Okay. That is the... September 14th. 14th. Yes. Tomorrow as we speak. We may or may not have this episode out in time. <laughs> I'll yes. try. Yes. Um, so they'll be doing the, the mob shot, the mob dance. The night conclude, continues with each husband dancing a cha-cha. Factory. You just hold that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no couples will be eliminated on yeah, week that's, one. Yeah, that's typical now. There's no couples eliminated. On Tuesday... Night two, 
viewers get the chance to see couples dance from the previous nights one more time. The show will be packed with never before seen footage from the night before, extended training packages, exclusive interviews. There'll be a glimpse of what's to come in week two, holding you, which hostage. includes two nights of live shows. The pairs will be dancing new routines each night. So it's going to be two nights this year. So for the beginning. Yeah, I don't think I'll see. They'll probably will be, pair but... it down to just one. Yeah. But yeah, that's when it starts. It starts Monday. All right. And to finish up, we have some... Strictly? Strictly Come Dancing announcements. The show starts on the 25th. They had their pairing show, though, which is always a big deal for them. The 25th and the 26th will be the show nights this year, which is a Friday and Saturday. Up until this point, they have been Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting change. I wonder if that's because ratings are starting to flag or anything, why they've made a change like that. But that's a pretty big change as to where you have the show on every night. I mean, that's a big change, especially going to a Friday night, which I – over here in the U.S., Friday night is not an overly successful time slot for television shows. So – I don't know. But we have Kirsty Gallagher, who is a TV presenter, paired up with Brendan. Even Okay, I thought you were going to say something. Sorry. Owen no. Thomas, who is a track athlete, was a, um, a medalist in the Olympics, paired up with Ola. Helen George, she's a Call the Midwife star. That's one of their their TV programs over there. Soaps. With Aliash. Jamelia, that's her only name. She's a singer in the in the group called Loose Women. Is paired with Tristan, and I'm hoping this is a Tristan year because he got a young, semi in shape looking. Can't tell until they're really out there because you can be skinny and have no wind. Well, I know this and no coordination and no coordination. So we're we're hoping for the best for Tristan because we love him. Anita Rainey, who is a TV presenter, got Gleb, and they're all talking about Gleb. Claudia says she she can't look him in the eye because she just swoons. If this she is looks. and this is his first season. This is his first season over there. there. Yes, Jay McGinnis, who is a singer from The Wanted, has Aliona, and she's really excited because she had a singer before and won, and he's really excited because he got somebody who had a singer and won. Anthony Agagio, Agog, Agogo, Agogo, I'm sorry, Agogo, has Ot, who is the new dancer for them, one of the new dancers for them, and he's a professional boxer. Daniel O'Donnell, an Irish singer of great fame, many, many, many platinum gold records, blah, 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 got Christina. Peter Andre, who is Emily McDonough's husband, I'm sure he was, I think he was in a group at one time. Yeah, he was a singer. In a boy band. And he got Jeanette, and they are like the same height. And he has some rhythm, as I saw in the first show that they had, because they have him do a little dance all together. After their pairings are announced, they have gotten before, gotten together before with everybody not knowing who they're going to be paired with, just learning this group dance. And he had some rhythm, so good Jeanette. Carol Kirkwood, who's the weather girl, got Pasha, who was our last year's winner. Katie Durham got Anton. Georgia Mayfoot, who was a, another star of a TV show they have over there. Coronation got, Street. Yep, got Giovanni, Pernice. who is the other new dancer this year. Gleb, Giovanni, and Ot are their new dancers this year. Kelly Bright from The Breakfast Show got Kevin. And she was so happy because her mother loves Kevin. She, and he was like, oh, so you don't, but your mom does. That's good. She's on the EastEnders. Yeah. Ainsley Harriet, who is a TV chef, got Natalie. And he looked kind of in shape, too. 
And he actually is the only face that I really recognize. Yeah. Jeremy Vines from the radio show got Karen. So, our judges are the same this year. Craig Revel Harwood, Darcy Bustle, Lynn Goodman, and Bruno Tonioli. Lynn has left Dancing with the Stars. Yes. He although he said there. he will show up a couple of times just as a guest judge because they're going to have other guest judges throughout the season. That's going to be Bruno and Julianne and Carrie Ann. Tess and Claudia are our hostesses again this year, which I like because I like them both. We got to see Pasha and Caroline, who were last year's winners, dance, and she says she's sad that her reign is over, like, you know, Miss America says all the time. And we had a couple of guest stars, Gregory Daughter, Porter and Jess Lynn both sang. We really like Jess Lynn. This is an, once again, Strictly Come Dancing has introduced us to someone whose voice we really like. Mm-hmm. This has happened on more than one occasion. They don't make it over here, but they're big over there, mm-hmm. and we discover them and we like them. And that's about it for that show, unless you have something you want to add to that. No. We're excited I, for that to start. We're excited for Dancing with the Stars to start. I'm not sure what we're going to do since on Monday night we're going to have both Strictly Come Dancing and Dancing with the Stars. Well, we'll have to watch one we'll live to, and the other not. Yeah, we'll have to watch I mean, one live and catch the other one when they replay it before we do our show. So there you go. That's the first time I think they've done that. Yeah. But it heads like that. Yeah, it's, it's been Tuesday night. Yeah. For Dancing with Stars. Yeah. So, so, again, there must be some rating issue as to why yeah. they're putting it on Mondays. So, there you go. All right, guys, if you want to send us any feedback, you can send that to dancefever at gmail.com. Uh, leave comments on the website, which is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. And comments can also be put on the Facebook and Google Plus pages under Dance Fever. And on Twitter, you can tweet us. Yes, I know it's tweet. At but Dance Fever. <laughs> At Dance Fever. Uh, it's one word on Twitter. It's two words on Facebook and Google+. And no matter where you go, it's spelled F-E-V-R-E. I'm sure there are people out there giving us all kinds of feedback and comments, and you're just spelling it wrong. Yeah, that's why we're not getting it. And that's why we're not getting it. Because I know there are people out there listening that care about us. There must be. There must be. There must be. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this. I know. All right, guys. Until... A day or two from now, actually. Uh, And next episode, episode 183, we will watch some dancing and talk to you guys then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0 unported license. 